Welcome to Mind Your Own Karma, The Adoption Chronicles. I'm your host, Melissa Brunetti. In this second season of Mind Your Own Karma, we're tackling the subject of adoption. Yes, adoption most of the time is a wonderful experience. You have the generous birth parents, the excited adoptive parents, and this lucky little baby. Everyone lives happily ever after, right? But what I want you to know is, there's so much more to these stories. I'm an adoptee myself, and I want to bring all sides of the adoption journey to you in hopes to educate you and to bring understanding to the subject. We're about to get real and raw here, so let's dive right in. Hey there, Karma Crew. This is Melissa Brunetti, the host of Mind Your Own Karma, The Adoption Chronicles. I hope you all listened to the full moon bonus episode that I put out on the 10th called Jordan's Nightmare, and he is Native American, and it talks about some scary things that were happening and are still happening while his wife was pregnant. Super interesting story. And he has his own podcast as well, and it is about scary stories on reservations. So if you are interested to go back and listen to that, and in the show notes is um, the information on his podcast as well. If you have any scary stories to tell, you can email me at mindyourownkarma at gmail.com. If you are a Native American and have had any experiences on reservations, his email, and I think I put his Facebook page as well as in the show notes and he would feature your story. I really want to get back into doing the full moon bonus episodes. They're just super fun. So I think I am planning on doing one again next month. And it is a story that it reminded me of something that happened to me. Jordan's story reminded me of something that happened to me when I was pregnant with my daughter. So that is what I recorded for November. So be looking for that when the full moon comes out, come back and listen to the full moon bonus episode, The Karma Files. They're all short stories, uh, probably between 10 and 15 minutes. And some of them are my personal stories. And some of them are relatives of mine, or just people that have submitted their stories or ones I've seen online. So if you have a story to tell, don't hesitate to send it to me and I will feature it on the podcast. And if you're looking for some scary stories to start listening to, to get in that Halloween and fall mood, go back and look at season one of the podcast and you will see the full moon bonus episodes there and you can click on those and listen. Okay, so now that that housekeeping is done, I just want to say a little disclaimer. I am under the weather and you might hear it in my tone today, my voice. Um, I have a cold, so I am recording this and trying not to sneeze or cough at the moment. I haven't been sick in a very, very long time because of COVID and wearing masks and I have to wear a mask at work still. And so I really feel like that's protected me for, you know, a good two or three years now. And I forgot what it feels like to be sick. It really sucks. So, you know, it happens a lot in the beginning of the fall like this. The kids are going back to school. The germs are flying. And I caught something somewhere. So anyway, Last week, we were talking about being sensitive or psychics or empaths and those kind of things and being adopted and how I've noticed that a lot of adoptees have 
these gifts of being sensitive. And it got me thinking as to why and maybe does the primal wound have something to do with that? And I only got through a couple of definitions of the ones that I had put on a poll. I put a poll up on Facebook about a week ago. And so I'm going to reveal those at the end of this podcast, finally. And I had kind of hypothesized that a lot of us are empaths. I think I'm going to see a huge number of empaths just from observing people that I have been talking to personally. I'm just sensing that. Um, And I haven't really looked at the poll since last week. So I'm kind of excited to see what comes out of it. But I didn't get into the Claire's, what I call the Claire's. So we're going to get into those right now and the definition of those. And let's see if you resonate with any of them. So let's just give a general definition of what the Claire senses are. The Claire senses are types of psychic abilities that correspond with the five senses. So seeing, hearing, feeling, smelling, and tasting. And you can have one, you can have more than one, you can have all of them. They're interesting. Some of them are very, very rare. So like the tasting one is very rare. So if you have that, that's pretty cool. Now there's an additional Claire that isn't in the five senses category, but it is still a Claire and it's Claire cognizance. And I consider that one of my gifts. And it basically is something that you know that you know, but you have never been told you haven't seen it yet. But you just know it. And there is nobody that's going to tell me that I'm wrong when this happens. It's a clear feeling and it always comes to fruition. And having this gift means that you might question it a lot until you find over and over and over again that these thoughts that pop into your brain and these feelings that you feel are validated. And I was reading an article and it was interesting because it would say it said what certain people or professionals usually have claircognizance. And it said many philosophers, professors, doctors, scientists, religious and spiritual leaders and powerful sales and business leaders tend to be highly intuitive and seem to just know the facts with a sense of certainty. So that's kind of interesting because I am in the medical field. So that may be um, something that. I have strengthened or sharpened that skill or that gift because of my profession. A lot of times I'll have patients come in and I have to ask them what medications they're on and I can pretty much look at somebody and know what medications they're on now. Like I know, like I'm just like, okay, they're going to say this, this and this. And then that's what happens. They say this, this and this. So it's kind of fun and interesting to kind of play with it too. But that's definitely one gift that I think that I have. So now let's talk about clairvoyance. Clairvoyance is the Claire that couples with seeing. If you are somebody that has visions of past, present, and future thoughts, and I've been told, because I don't have this sense I've been told that it can come across as almost like a daydream, that it can be almost like a motion picture playing in your mind, that you see this whole scene played out and then it happens. And people that are clairvoyant are usually very visual. 
So if you are a visual learner, you can look at a picture and learn from a picture instead of words in a book. Then you might be clairvoyant. And people that are often clairvoyant are artists, builders, photographers, decorators, designers, and people like that. So if that sounds familiar to you, maybe you are clairvoyant. I don't have that gift. I don't have like premonitions or things like that. I have the knowing and sometimes that could be a future thing, but usually it's something in the present for me and then, but then I find out that it's true later down the road. Okay, the next one is Claire Audient, which you can probably imagine is linked with hearing. And it's when you can hear voices, music, sounds in your own mind. And I don't know, I have this gift, but I feel like I hear it in my ears more than my mind. And maybe not everyone can hear it, but I can hear it. And from what I'm reading, it's rare that a spirit can be able to create an audio sound. But I think a lot of times what I'm hearing is something that is almost a recording of something that has happened or has been said or a music that's been played in the past. And I'm hearing that. It's like an imprint in time that just keeps the recording just keeps looping and looping and playing and playing and playing. Sometimes I'll be sitting in my room reading a book and I'll stop and I'll notice that I hear an orchestra or I hear 1920s music or I hear conversations going on and there's no TV on. I have no windows open I'll go outside. I don't hear anybody, but I will come back in my room and I hear conversations and I can't hear the conversations clearly. I can hear the tone so I can tell if it's a lively conversation between two people. I can tell if it's a man or a woman. I could tell if they're angry. So I hear the tone and I feel the emotions that go along with the conversation. But a lot of times I cannot hear it clearly enough to tell exactly what they're saying. It's almost like if someone has the TV on in the other room and you hear it through a few walls and it sounds muffled. That's what it sounds like to me. And as you can guess that people that are clairaudient have talents that tend to lie in auditory faculties. So many of them are gifted musicians or singers, writers, public speakers, those kind of things that usually are clairaudient. I am none of those. Well, I guess I'm a public speaker <laughs> now, <laughs> but um, I well, yeah, I guess that's I'm a public speaker with this podcast. So, okay, there we go. So the next one we're going to talk about is clairsentience. I hope I'm saying that right. It's almost, it, that one's a tongue twister for me. So I'm going to say clairsentient. That's easier. And clairsentient means feeling. And we're not necessarily talking about touching feeling. This is more of a person and it's kind of along the lines of an empath in a way, because it's a person that can feel another person's or spirits, emotions, 
and or their feelings. They can also feel physical pain, which is super interesting to me. I don't think I've ever had that happen to me. Although as I'm saying that I'm getting the chills, which is kind of strange, but I don't remember ever feeling somebody's pain. But you know, what's funny is you hear that a lot in people that are pregnant and then they're, you know, their husband or their wife feels the same things that the or they crave the same foods that the person that's pregnant craves. So I think it's kind of an empathy thing, you know, kind of the empathic thing. And it's kind of funny now that I'm reading down into this one article a little bit about clairsentient. Um, it says that when we get a strong gut feeling positive or negative about someone we just met, or when we get the chills for no apparent reason, we may be tuning into the emotional energy of a person or a spirit around us. So maybe I have a spirit around me right now when I got the chills a second ago. But these are people that can tune into other people's feelings and their emotions. So people that are clairsentient usually make great caregivers or are natural healers. And so they are often doctors, nurses, therapists, counselors, nannies, teachers, those type of professions are people that are clairsentient or will have that gift. So personally, I don't usually feel other people's emotions. I am not an empath, but I do get the chills going into certain places and I do get feelings walking into strange buildings and that kind of thing. So maybe I am a little clairsentient, um, but I, I still don't identify a lot with that one. Now let's talk about aliens, which correlates with smelling. I don't have this at all, <laughs> but it's able to smell odors that don't have a source. Actually, I have had that happen before. You know, like you'll smell perfume, you'll smell smoke, there's nobody around. But I don't know, to me, for me, I can't I can't ever really validate that because smells can travel and they can travel far. So I don't know for me without having feeling that validation, um, it's kind of difficult for me to say I have Claire aliens, but there are people that can smell the smell of, you know, grandpa's cigar or pipe or grandma's perfume, you know, and I believe when relatives do that, they are just showing themselves to you and letting you know that they're okay and that they are still around you. So I think that's a pretty cool one if you do have that. So as you can imagine, people that have developed their smell or have a keen sense of smell are usually people that are florists or winemakers or perfume fragrance creators, those kind of people that have that heightened sense of smell. And I would think that this one would be pretty rare um, that the people that have a sense, there's not many of you. So pretty interesting if you do have that. The next Claire we're gonna talk about is Claire Gustinance, which correlates with taste. So this is the ability to taste something that isn't there, that is not in your mouth, but you can definitely taste it. And it is said that when you can do this, if you are one of these people, 
that it's a deceased loved one attempting to communicate with you or to give you a memory of them that you might remember something that grandma baked a pie and you can taste her pie, that kind of thing that it's grandma coming to you and just giving you that sweet memory. Again, I would assume this one is pretty rare. I don't know of anybody that has this gift that I know of, but it is said that people that have this sense or heightened sense are natural chefs, bakers, or food critics. And I would think winemakers would make this list as well. Sommeliers and people that are really into wine probably have this keen taste gift. This is another one that I don't have. So it'll be interesting to see the poll and see if anyone does have this gift. Okay, so I went back and looked at the poll and averaged three sites that I posted on and got the average from the three sites. And as I predicted, Empath was the highest percent at 32% of adoptees that took the poll feel like they are empathic. In second place with 25% are intuitives. So about 25% of the adoptees that took this poll consider themselves intuitive. And in a close third place with 22% are sensitives. So those three take up a huge chunk of the poll. And I would probably say that around 400 to 500 people probably took this poll from the three sites. So pretty good sampling from some of them because they don't have a lot of people on their pages. One of them has about 500 and I got almost 200 people on there um, replying. So that's a lot of adoptees feeling that they have some gifts. Okay, so coming in in fourth place with 8%, 8% of the people that took the poll thought that they were psychic. So interesting, it's a big drop from 22% to 8%, but that's quite a bit of people that feel like they are psychic. Then in fifth place, it drops down to 4% of the people that took the poll feel like they are clairvoyant. So the ones that can see the present, past, and future, that feel like they have that third eye, that made up 4% of the poll. Another one that made up 4% of the poll was Claire Audient, which that kind of surprised me that more people thought that they could hear things. I thought that was going to be super rare. So 4% are Claire Audient. Three of the Claire's came in at 3%. So Claire Cognizant was one of those. They are the ones that have the clear knowing or the knowledge about people or events that not everyone normally knows. Claire Sentient was another three percenter. And just to remind you, Claire Sentients are the ones that can feel emotions and physical pain. So almost empathic in a way, but not just feeling emotions, but can feel physical pain as well. Three percent. The last three percenter that surprised me a little bit that it scored a three percent was Claire Aliant, which is the one that is the clear smelling. So 3% thought that they had Claire Aliants. And last but not least, at 1% was Claire Gustance, which means the clear tasting, 
which that one didn't surprise me. I thought that would maybe even be a 0%. I'm surprised it got a 1%, but it did. So that was the result of the poll that I put up on Facebook. Are you an adoptee? Are you surprised? Why do you think that many of us have these gifts, have psychic abilities, are sensitives, intuitives, empaths, so many of us? What is your theory on that? I don't know if they have done any scientific evidence or looked into this at all. I don't know if anyone's ever really noticed it before. So interesting. I'll have to see if I can find anything just in the short time that I did these two podcasts. I really couldn't find much. But just what I was thinking about myself was the primal wound, which I talked about last week in part one, that did the primal wound have anything to do with our heightened senses? That when we were taken from our birth mothers, that we kind of had that fight or flight thing going on, and it just turned the volume up on our senses to 1000. Now, some people say that this is called hypervigilance. But if you listen to last week's podcast, you will hear that what I found out with hypervigilance means that it is an overreaction of the senses and it's not a true or verified finding. Whereas if you are sensitive, intuitive, psychic, all of the senses and clairs and this and that, then you will find out that, at least in my case, that it has been proven over and over again to be correct. So that's how you know if it's hypervigilance or if you actually truly have a gift is are your gifts being validated? I would be super interested in what you think. If you missed part one, go back and listen to that. And let me know if you think any of this has something to do with the primal wound. You can email me at mindyourownkarma at gmail.com. You can DM me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm at mindyourownkarma there as well. So let me know what you think. As you know, I am all about education, anything that has to do with adoption. If you have written a book, if you have studied something that pertains to adoptees, if you do art that resembles adoption, if you do greeting cards for adoptees, I am all about supporting you. So get in touch with me. I can get you on the podcast. Let's promote what you are doing. If you are any part of the adoption constellation, anyone that has anything to say about their adoption story, you don't have to be adopted. You could be a sibling of an adoptive person. If you work in foster care, if you've worked in the court system and seen some things that you think needs to be known or talked about, anything that has to do with the adoption process that you want to get out there, please let me know. If you are a fan of this podcast, I am asking you to do me a favor. If this podcast has touched your life in any way, please go on to your listening platform and tell everyone about it. The algorithms of Facebook, Instagram, and even 
Anchor, who is my distributor of my podcast and all the others, they look at all these algorithms and it makes a huge difference on who sees and hears about the podcast. And I really want to start educating the world about adoption. And the way you can help do that is to promote the podcast, share it, but also like it and review. Thank you. Don't forget the full moon bonus episode if you want to get into the spooky mood. Lastly, I am not a therapist and this podcast is mainly about my observations and things that I have researched. You may not have the same views that I do and that is okay with me. So as always, take what you need and leave what you don't. And always remember to mind your own karma. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Mind Your Own Karma, The Adoption Chronicles. I've had listeners ask how they can help support this podcast. The best way to do that is rate and review this podcast directly on your listening platform. You have no idea how this small gesture helps get the word out about this podcast. Don't forget to click the subscribe tab to get notified of future episodes so you won't miss a thing. You can also find my Instagram and Facebook links below if you would like to follow and support me there as well. Lastly, if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Adoption Chronicles season of the podcast, you can email me at mindyourownkarma at gmail.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.